Let's drop the green flag on this episode of the Talent Tank Podcast with your host, Wyatt Pemberton, bringing you the best, fastest, most knowledgeable personalities in Ultra 4 and off-road racing. All right, here we are, King of the Hammers 2020. We're out here at Lasertown. We've got two amazing individuals here with us. We've got Vaughn Gittin Jr. and Lauren Healy. This is Team Fun Haver. What's up, guys? What's going on? Well, thank you for coming out here, Cody Wagner, for uh, letting us use his facility. Vaughn's ready to buy here. (laughs) Vaughn is ready to buy here. I bet we can find a realtor hot off the market. You'd have your own little landing pad. You can have your own little place to crash here. It's beautiful out here. Something about the desert that is very special. And we get out here, you know, it's quiet. We're away from the masses. We can actually knock something out and find out really what, what is going on for you guys this week. And I'm not talking about just race stuff. Like, how on earth did you two team up? <laughs> uh, maybe I'll take this one. Um, so five years ago, uh, I got a call from from Nitto. And uh, they're like, hey, you want to try this, uh, this King of the Hammers race in Johnson Valley? I remember I was on family vacation. And I was like, what? You know, I kind of knew what it was. I'm like, you mean like the the race that's like the big giant rocks and the desert and and they're like, yep that one i'm like i'm in so uh, i showed up here i got literally it's like two weeks it was like a two-week request so i showed up and i'm like checking out this spec car one of the the jimmy spec cars i think it was and uh, lauren comes up you know and obviously lauren's a a fellow nitto teammate at the time as well we're like he's like hey let's go you know so we started chatting a bit and very quickly like hit it off and he offered to take me out and kind of show me show me the ropes so the first thing that we did i will never in my life forget this we go we we jump in this pet car and we go out he'll tell you where what was it you said it was an old qualifying waterfall or something yeah something super basic and easy Super so, basic and easy. Yeah. So anyway, so I pull up to it and like I'm looking up at this thing and I'm like, "What are we doing?" He's like, "You're gonna go up there." I'm like, "Oh, I thought it was like, oh, the rookie joke, you know? Like, oh, I got no. What are You're we really? Me. What are we really doing, Lauren?" He's like, "No, put it in four low and drive up that." And I'm like, "Okay." So I put it in four low and you know I'm feeling it up and I'm like, "Okay, I get it. Like these things are super capable and like it does gnarly stuff like this." So we we spent some time kind of getting a little bit familiar and then. Um, I actually went up uh, Chocolate Thunder a few times with Bailey Cole and, and really had a lot of great welcoming support here in, in here. You know I mean? As you know, right? yeah. this community is unbelievable. You know, five years later, I've very much know it and, and respect and appreciate it very much like drifting, honestly. So, uh, so we did that and then I went and raced hammers the next day, finished, uh, I think top 10 in the 4,800, 4,800 class was it was? 4,800. Yeah. spec cars. Yeah. It was, a, it was yeah, an was old cool. spec car that raced in 4,800. Yeah. So, and I had a blast, you know, for me, I grew up racing motocross. Like that was the first thing I did as a teenager, but I always loved, you know, being outdoors and, you know, riding BMX or racing motocross. And so being out here, just the, the views, you know, I was racing and I'm just like, whoa, you know, it's just a, so much to take in. And I just fell in love with it. Thought, you know, it was, it was really cool and fun and a new challenge. You know, I've been doing drifting for um, now seven, going on 17 years. Um, so it wasn't, I was like looking for something new, but you know how things happen. They just, you know. So things happen and, and it, you either make sense of it or you don't, right? You chased your heart. Yeah. I just, yeah. you know, it was like, so I did that first race and I'm like, you know, I'm like, okay, well now I think I probably have to build a truck. The next year is when we built, I built Brocky. You know, I had great help with, you know, Lauren's advices and obviously Randy's advices and, um, uh, you know, kept, kept spending some time learning things. We got Brocky out and went and raced 4,500 and, you know, testing, you know, Lauren would be there, you know, even had some help with, you know, Nick and the whole, you know, really the Jimmy's family was I very feel like it was. That. I feel like it was very, very calculated. Like every step of the way was very calculated that 
hey, I like this. I'm going to dip my toe in it. I'm going to build, now I'm going to build this. Now I'm going to earn my wings, so to speak. And then I'm going to move up and now you're killing it. Well, and that was one of the things that I really loved the first day we talked, you were like, there's no point and it's not good for, for, you know, for, for my personality to come and race and be 50th place against all you guys have been doing this your whole life. I want to learn at the bottom, get good at it and then come up. And I always really respected that she said that because, you know, a lot of people, a lot of the other athletes that come in here and try to do this, they can't figure it out. They can't figure out the rocks, the trophy truck drivers, the Robbie Gordons, those guys, no, no other cross crossover driver has came in and been able to get to the finish line. And does it feel like it's an ego thing? I don't know if it's an ego thing, but I just, I mean, it, and I just had my first uh, learning curve with drifting at SEMA. <laughs> and, I, you know, I thought, yeah, you go do donuts in the parking lot, like badass, you're, you're, you're a good driver. But it really changed my whole mentality about it and really, you know, showed how, how good of a driver Vaughn is and, and how well-rounded he is in, oh, in all things The respect level goes massively up. It, it, it was insane because I can't drift to save my life. But he will soon. soon. <laughs> um, I just like seeing like when you sling your Mustang around, you know, beautiful Ford Mustang. And I, I think it's cool what you've done with Lauren that you got like Chelsea Denofa into Ford as well from, mm. from BMW back in the day. I've, so I've watched you enough, but the fact when you sling the, the, the rear end of the car around and you miss like the rails by sure. inches, like how do you like, <laughs> you're just connected, you know, it's like anything else, you know? And like for, so for this sport, for me, to your point, you know, it was like, I wanted to come in and do it right. Like I didn't want to just jump into 4,400. First of all, I didn't have the money to just build a 4,400 vehicle. Although some people might say, well, Brock, he was a, uh, you know, a 4,400 truck from the beginning. But for me, it, a lot of it was calculated in the fact that I just wanted to learn and get good and build my skill level and see where it took me. Um, I didn't have like these grandiose plans, even go to 4,400. In fact, you know, I went to 44 probably a year earlier than I would have because I got kicked out of 45. Yeah, right. Um, so, but you know, look, everything happens for a reason. And, and I just look at that as like, I was being pushed to work harder towards it. And for me, I just enjoyed the challenge. I mean, I have great support from, you know, who could ask for a better mentor with respect to the experience and what to look for. And, um, you know, like the driving in the desert and the, the managing the weight and, and tossing a vehicle around like that comes naturally from drifting, but the, the skill of reading the rocks and how to approach those things and what to do when you get tied up, like that's experience. And like, He's got 15, 20 years of it, you know? So um, I'm really grateful to have have his support. And again, I have to thank, you know, Randy at Jimmy's. You know, he was he was very supportive the, the first couple of years. And, you know, it's it, it's just been, it's been great. And everybody has been very, very helpful and supportive. And it was very quick that, you know, aside from the driving and the fun I was having, I realized the opportunity out here that, you know, this is, this is a great sport. It's a, a family sport family oriented sport. This is, you know, I have my first son, he's one years old. And this is a place that I, you know, I saw Lauren with his kids. They come out and they're, you know, yes, he's racing, but they're having fun and they'll spend a day or two on the back end or the front end to do some family stuff. And, and to me, I'm like, this is, there's legs here. Like there's really something here that, that can be leveraged, not only from a, a business and, and, you know, with respect to my partners and things that I know that they, they like to do and how they like to leverage things. But for me and like my future goals with my family and the things that I want to be doing. So I was, you know, after that first year with, with Brocky, I got more engaged and then the second, then the second year. And then, uh, and then it was, you know, Hey, we're going either going to 44 or not. And then when I made that decision to step up and, you know, I was like, Hey, let's, we're doing this. Well, I think it's kind of you know, hard to go recreate as a, a drifter, right? To, a recreational drifter. There's no recreational drifters. And, and, and if they are, they're doing it illegal in an industrial park somewhere. Right. right. I mean, there's events all over, all over the country that, that happen, but you're right. It's not like this, this freedom, which is what this sport is. Like, So these guys come out and camp, uh, 
or just wheel and Jeep and all over the, all over the country that kind of follow this event and follow this. So there's this ability to fully recreate outside of the hammers or even at the hammers. I think that's this next level of pulling the public in and, and having the fans and building the fandom where they can effectively participate. I'm not, I guess, comparing it to NASCAR where you camp out for a NASCAR race for a week and watch it. This you can fully participate in. You can go drive the race course and not have to pay like Talladega to get on the course and take some laps in your... Well, this, this is a lifestyle that racing has spawned off of, right? So the lifestyle is very vibrant and alive. I mean, you know, I don't even know how many people on the lake bed, you know, I feel like the race is an excuse for them all to come at one time, but like some of them aren't so. so engaged, you know, in the race, they're out here with their own stuff, having fun and being part of the lifestyle. Right. And, and the racing and ultra four is, is obviously, uh, engulfed that lifestyle and also gives places all over the country for these types of things to happen. Obviously none of them as big as hammers, That's right. but, yeah. but That's for me, it's the lifestyle. Like, there's nothing more that I love the last few years and you know, I have a couple cabins in, in West Virginia with a buddy of mine and we go out and uh, just go hit the Hatfield McCoy trails and there's nothing I love more than just getting off grid and doing that and while this race is work for us and you know we're always on and obviously want to be competitive right. and we've got you know obligations and things to do I still enjoy the elements I enjoy the people and I'm just having a, a ton of fun with it and you know and I've got a, a great partner and, and teammate and we got some great, great stuff cooking. Well, well that said, from my standpoint, I know it's a lot of other people's standpoint, how cool it is that guys like Lauren that we've known for a decade or plus that went, we know from wreck wheeling, we know from the early days, the grassroots days of, of racing here that have been able to take it to the level of walking away from their nine to five job, so to speak, and making it their lifestyle, making it their way to make a living, put food on the table, raise a family. And that they've, that that is a success path that exists now that, you know, if you would have said five years ago, Hey, I'm going to be a professional race car driver and off road, people be like, yeah, that's the surest way to lose money is to do that. And here we can look at, you know, exactly Lawrence city next to you that's doing it. So I think it's really cool to see a guy like you, you coming from another genre that is a revenue center and moving that let's call it your business model and coming over to this. I'm really intrigued by your, uh, I guess, mindset to pull over to that and leverage everything that you have here yeah it was um you know like well with respect to lauren as a whole you know i, I was in here you know once again i came the first year i was just having fun didn't know what i was doing second year was a little bit more of like my personal i look at it as like my training and and really kind of assessing yeah. right and then uh third year was like okay this is getting real i like this a lot what's the next phase and it just made sense like lauren is my perspective right like you know, in motorsports business, right? And you said off-road racing, any motorsport is hard. And a lot of it is because people just focus on racing and they don't focus on the other things that allow you to race. Yeah. But my perspective is Lauren is a full package when it comes to somebody in that can make a living and do things, right? He is marketable. He's well-spoken. He's, you know. I, I heard it here. He said you were marketable. He's a, he's a, he's a family, <laughs> he's a family man. He's a good he dude. People like him. He's likable. And he's a great driver, you know, I'd still kick him in the butt every now and then and try to get him to just calm down like two percent. But he's a phenomenal yeah. driver and his his natural skill level is is phenomenal. And um I just I what I saw in him was someone that like the things in my experiences that I've been through and the things that I do can be of help to him. And the things that he's done can be of help to me and Absolutely. that's how partnerships in any business right one as he described it he said you guys were talking and you said hey let's let's team up because you suck at marketing <laughs> pretty much <laughs> I, I i don't think i was that blunt but i'm like look like yeah i mean 
that was Let's my perspective. Yeah. Like there's, he does so many cool things and the imagery around this and like all he's constantly at these events and like, he's got a crazy schedule. Like, he's literally mirrors what I've been doing in drift, but he hasn't had the, you know, the, the media mindset behind him. And, and that one, that one thing, which is now so important. And for me, like, that's what I've built everything off of. Like I've always been competitive and been a, a winning driver, but I always had the the focus of, of handling the media too. Cause I know how important that is. And um, so, you know, we started, you know, last year was just kind of a, a, a test run, if you will, you know, we partnered up, you know, the, the results that we saw with his, his social and his, his partners and, you know, everyone just really noticed it. And, and it just made sense like this year, really making it official and you know we have we are we're partners in this in this uh fun have road initiative and um you know we've got great things going on with all of our with all of our collective partners and we're just going to keep pushing it and you know for me and and you know speak to speak for lauren you know our goal is to be out here having fun and inspiring fun number one and then number two we obviously want to be competitive and be a hardcore you know at the top of the game so right no, I really saw something cool that you guys did just recently. It was Lauren had the opportunity to send his car to Saudi Arabia for that event, and you had a, a conflict. You could not make nationals, but you were in the points lead, or you were in the points race, yeah, roughly third. And you know, with the with the way it worked, Lauren was not in the in the points race so much. That happens. You can have your ebbs and flows. DNF KOH, you're out out right out of the gate. Yeah, right, right, right out of the, the gate. So. so you go have fun for the year, make your make your uh, your partners happy. And so he ends up taking Brocky, does very well and gets you uh, a, a podium in the yeah, points we, race. We finished third overall in the championship. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. right. I mean, I think that's really I say I think that's really cool. I believe that's really cool in the sense that we're starting to see where like NASCAR has some benefit of some multi-car teams. We're seeing that and Jimmy's was great even seven, eight years ago with having the multi-car team benefit. You got the ability to take one car and borrow setups and no setups and kind of work out those details. So you guys teamed up. Now it's not so much necessarily the car setup. It's the marking setup. It's the, like this, like this event tonight, us getting together. It was all three of us. Lauren hits me up, says, hey, I'd like to do something with you. Okay, sets me up with your media guy. I'm like, oh, you guys got a media guy. <laughs> <laughs> having t- having text me, you know. Let's, right. let's, let's figure this out. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's it's really it's really rad, and uh, it's been cool to watch. You know, there's been a lot of things like I've learned a lot, a ton from Lauren. And since, I mean, when did we even decide that we were doing this year the way we were doing it? This year, six months has been six, four months, six months. Yeah, maybe. Okay, maybe so four months. Yeah, four to six months, like. Yeah, it was four months probably on that side. <laughs> Not long when Laura and I decided that, like, what we were going to do. And it's gone from, like, hey, we're doing this to, like, it escalating. Like, I saw his team that he's been with forever, and I saw him. I'm like, what do you guys think of what we got going on? And he's like, shit has escalated quickly. Like, that was his <laughs> That was his response. And I'm like, yeah. And, like, you know, Lauren's been – and it's been just such a good partner and team – partnership right lauren's been absolutely killing it back at the shop in new mexico eric who's my co-driver best friend him and lauren get get off very well and he's been up there helping you know helping the team get everything ready i've been working with our team planning all the media and and all the you know all the business around what we're doing and it all just coming here showing up seeing our new rig seeing the you know massive fleet fleet activation now it is and uh you know it's it it just it's one of those things that i'm not surprised because i know how hard we work for it but it's one of those those things that you always hear you know dream big chase it and it can happen And you almost have to pinch yourself like is this real absolutely a pinch me when he sent me the photo of the whole fun fleet spread out at the desert in new mexico i was like i asked him like how does that when you see that how does that make you feel 
And and his response at the time was like, I'll feel a lot better when we get to the lake bed. But <laughs> yeah, stressed. But you know, just it's just uh it feels really good. You know, for me it feels it feels good to have an impact on on somebody, anyone, right? Any fan that I mean or anyone. But and and I know it probably felt good for Lauren to have an impact on me when when we started doing this. So it's you know, it's just one of those as I feel uh, uh one of those match, you know, dream matchups and you know, we're, uh, we're, we're, we've built a great friendship. We've got a great business relationship and, uh, oh, hello. We got the sun. And the sun came the in. The sun's on. And so, you know, I think there's some, some really great things to come. You know, for me, I'm still going to be splitting my side, my time. You know, I'm, I'm really wanting to, you know, I'm, and I'm going to be racing and doing fun enthusiast events, but I really want to put a lot behind Lauren and, and help him, you know, get to where he's been working for for 15 years. So L- Lauren and I have had these discussions in the past and not just on the interview that I had with him, but this has gone on for a, you know some time about when it comes to marketing and sponsorships. And it's the struggle to get out for us in Ultra 4 to get outside of the industry. And with y'all's partnership, you were able to get outside the industry on so many levels. I mean, getting Shell to the table. That's a, that's a big deal. By the way, if you're ever in Houston, we're going out to eat, okay? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah we'll be there. Yeah. Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> yep. I know. Uh, office right next to all their towers for many years. Oh, okay. All the time, yeah. Um, and then you've got Ford at the table, and now Ford's backing this event. That's Those are things that didn't come you know, easily or lightly. It was like back in the day where uh, Randy Rod got Nitto to the table, and Nitto started putting Nitto tires on Jimmy's cars. That was a Randy Rod effort. No, one, Everyone was running BFGs at the time, and Nitto started dipping their toe in and then now you know here we are 10 years later 15 years later and they're sponsoring this event and have sponsored this event for some time well the the biggest struggle i think in general in all motorsport is especially this sport you know a lot of you know the the professional um team is is not you know when you look at nascar professional team is obviously very different than a professional team in, in ultra four and i say that because the problem is the mindset here of most drivers that i've met is so focused on racing so focused on like what they're doing to the car next and how they're going to be more competitive and albeit with respect to time and budget they can only do so much and it kind of just gets them in like a uh, and i not ultra sports specifically but motorsports in general you can get in like this hamster wheel where it's like you're killing yourself, you're working a job, right? And I did this for for years before I quit and chased it. You're working a job, you're you're getting home, you're spending all your money on your equipment, you're you're spending all your time on your equipment just to get to the next thing, and it just happens. And next thing you know, five years from now, you're doing the same thing and nothing's changed. It's a death spiral. Right. It's not a death spiral. You're still having fun, well, you're doing it, but like the there needs to be a focus on like, okay, what makes this work? What are the things that make this work that's not just my back? And then once you start figuring those things out, you have to start putting focus on those things. Maybe you compromise and you, you know, you don't do that extra, you know, 50 hours on the truck. Maybe you compromise and have a slightly lesser truck for that that year, but you're focusing that 50 hours on how you're going to do things for your partners and how you're going to elevate yourself above every other driver that's out there. And so that's the thing that a lot of people don't don't look at and I say it you know like it's you know like it's just common knowledge because this is just my mindset right but it is a mindset that I think everybody out here needs to start thinking about and like um I see it starting to happen in fact Dave even mentioned like the things that that it just it just needs something like this right and people start looking and seeing how it works and start decoding it and for me it's like I'm having fun. I'm enjoying all of this. I have, I have nothing to prove. And if anything that happens around the things that Lauren and I are doing together, I hope it inspires others because this sport has what it takes to be a top sport. Like as far Absolutely. as I'm concerned, this is like the ultimate in off-road. And I think that 
with you know a few more years and a couple other drivers that kind of start putting it together and start showing value like the opportunities are endless well i think that i think you you hit on it spot on is the going outside the industry and getting sponsors outside the industry no one really wanted to be the first ones to come in and and slowly as we've gotten them in there you know dave has progressive insurance down there sponsoring events that's wild. that's wild right and as you slowly get that and so i've made the statement to dave that i believe ultra four is on that precipice of like doubling in size in the next five years the next i mean the size that blow up we've seen in the past 10 is insane so like almost unmappable unchartable unchartable it's unchartable yeah and so as we get if we can you know get money in from as we've seen like nascar dwindle and car counts when teams dwindle there still is the need for panel space and to get it in front of the the public and here we are we're sitting here with this very developed series that i think is is genius and then you guys you coming in and bringing outside of this stuff to Lauren and Lauren's a good guy to put those guys on sure. because he's, he is, he's marketable. Well, he's well-spoken. He's good looking. And, and yells look, a smile. I, I can <laughs> say whatever I want to these, what I can say whatever I want to these people, like to all of our partners, but like at the end of the day, like he's the one delivering on it and they've all, all met him. And you know what I mean? It's not like, it was just like, I have this power and I'm like, Hey, like do that. You know, it's like I had to, ju- you know, I'm obviously the one doing the pitching for the most part, but I had to justify why and explain, you know, they don't live these spaces. And so, you know, I have to explain, you know, how it works, how we can leverage it and build the programs around it. But I have lived this space and studied it and and know what's available. And I also know what partners like and what they can leverage. So it just, it's just worked. Yeah. Don't let me downplay you, Lauren. I know he opened the door or put the foot in the door for you, but you freaking charged through and are just doing amazing things for, for your partners now. I, it's, it's really cool. No, like I, said, I mean, we have a really exciting year planned out. There's so much cool stuff, you know, with the launch of Bronco coming, you know, you can see how hot and heavy they are out here at King of the Hammers this week, you know, and, and the fun haver tour that we're doing all year long. We have, you know, six or seven events that we're going to be doing where it, it, we've got the race side going on, but then the tour, I mean, we've got all this really, really cool activation stuff, you know, music displays for all our partners. And it's not just your boring static displays. It's, it's interactive. You come in and spin the wheel, you know, get a t-shirt, get to play, uh, you know, Forza or, or do some okay. sort of games like it's it's it, it's it, much more interactive and, and fully updated on y'all's website with the schedule already uh it is not we've just been posting social we haven't put our full schedule up just yet but that will go up for sure i will be paying attention yeah. to that and anybody who's here in Hammertown this week, like I highly encourage you to come by. We have some really cool Recaro seats that we've been developing that yep. that you can come sit in and, and check out and, and see how much effort's gone into that. I mean, we have a really uh, a really cool. Yeah, and Ford Ford's uh, got a. Um, we did like a. They did a King of the Hammer King of the Hammers uh, survival kit. So it comes with a bag, a bandana, some chapstick. And uh, you just they're for they're free at our at our pit. You just got or at our the fun laboratory. You got to stop by. You need to get those. Uh, you know, you can buy those fake tattoo sleeves. <laughs> and, the Lauren and, Healy and kit. Him up. Yeah, yeah. You get a Lauren <laughs> Healy kit. And if you wear a size seven hat, you get a seven and a half so that you can tuck your ears. Yeah, and then you could get his T-shirt. It'd be the whole Lauren Healy. Perfect. Exactly. We, maybe next year we'll do like Lauren Healy night, like on uh, Thursday before the race, and everybody wears fake tattoo sleeves. That would be sick. That would be fun. I'm <laughs> game That's off. That's a great idea. Yeah, I'm game off for that. Well, month. maybe we'll put a talent tank like in the tattoo just for <laughs> yeah, you. just for me. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's rad. And it's so cool seeing Ford come in here. You know, Ford is not a stranger to off road. Obviously, they make no. uh, arguably the best trucks in the world. Um, you know, but they haven't been here because they obviously haven't had a product specifically for this market. I mean, you can see there's tons of Raptors out there. 
Tons of tow vehicles. I mean, we're in a parking lot right now. I see a couple of F-150s, multiple F-250s. And y'all's amazing new Ranger right behind us. Yeah, the fun runner. Yeah. Um, but, you know, they're they're coming in very strong with Bronco. And I think if you guys saw the prototype video, I know even Lauren hit me up and he was like, damn. You know, because everyone's like, what's it going to be? How's Capo's going to be? And uh, But it's pretty rad to see them be committed to to Ultra 4. And this is their people. Like and, It is. And when you, if and when you meet the, the, the team, um, they're just one of us. Like, they're not you know, these stodgy dudes that work in a high rise, like they're just, so they were out here last year and we took them around and, and they were just mind blown and having the time in their life. So, uh, it's, I'm really, uh, really grateful that they're here. Really grateful that they're, you know, seeing the things that we're doing and, uh, should be, should be really great stuff in the future. The one thing I did see out of Ford this week that I thought was really cool, it was the prototype Bronco doing some trails out here. And it, I saw it on maybe YouTube or somewhere on social media. And they did like a, there was a little bit of an in-car and there's Brad Level behind the wheel. And I'm like, oh, that's my boy you're at. <laughs> Look at Brad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that, that felt how strongly, how strong that feels when you have a, at least for myself, having a personal connection with the guy. That's somebody that I call a friend. I've gotten my phone. I will call him regularly or text him or whatever. And you'd be like, hey, congrats. And there he is. I can see him on basically national TV yeah. doing what he's done for 15 years and being recognized for it. Well, they're, they're, they're working with the right people. I mean, this whole process of them developing this product has been, I've seen a lot of vehicles be developed. I've been working with Ford uh, for 12 years now, and I've seen a lot of products be developed, but the time that they took in to understand the audience and the customer and what they want and the pain points is unbelievable. I mean, the boards and the, the inspiration boards and things that they had up, like it was just unbelievably well thought out. And uh, yeah, I'm pretty, I'm pretty jazzed for, for, for us all to get to experience what uh, what's coming. So back at you know Fun Haver HQ, do you guys have some inspiration boards up about what where you're going with things? Um, right, right now, yeah. Well, right now it's been a whirlwind. I mean, we said it about four months ago, like, hey, we're going to do this, and I think Lauren was like, okay, yeah, well, I'll, I'll sit and watch this, and then it's all. He was like, yeah, I'm in, I'm in, right? But I don't know that he realized that how quick this was all going to turn loose once we aligned on it, and uh, it right now it's been kind of just getting to this point and, and with respect to having a schedule, but I would like to say we have this perfect five-year plan mapped out, but we don't, but it'll come. It'll you know, come. We got, you know, we got to, we got to walk before we run, but uh, we're, we're at a pretty solid jog right now. You guys are at a run. So <laughs> <laughs> when, you, when you see the, the, the fun haver fleet, you know, all badged up sitting next to an 18 wheeler. Yeah. You guys are at a run and yep. it's really cool to see how quickly you guys went from crawling to a run. And we've, you know, we've both went all in. I mean, this is a big investment of both of us with respect to time and, and effort and energy. And, um, you know, from, thank goodness, we got awesome families that support us and, you know, allow us to, to work this hard and, you know, be gone and, and do what needs to be done to get it done. So, um, it's, I assume it's Savannah right. just likes Lauren on the road. Cause if he's on the road, he's not tearing down garage doors. <laughs> she says she doesn't have to cook dinner if I'm not home. So she's okay with it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's good. Well, guys, I'm really excited that you guys were able to come on. I'm really excited for your week. I'm really excited for the partners you guys have brought into Ultra 4, not just for yourselves, but for the ancillary benefits the or the, you know, uh, I don't know the right words for that. You know, the intrinsic, you've got your intrinsic, the extrinsic, the extrinsic value that you guys are bringing to the Ultra 4 community. That's really, really cool to see that bleed off. I like it. Well, good luck this week. Thank you so much yeah. for having us. Yeah, we're, yeah, hopefully it'll be a good week at the end, and we'll uh, be standing on top of the podium with with some new hardware. Yeah. You 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 are fully capable of it, as we well know, and uh, and this guy's no slouch either. Well, uh, we'll see what happens. My my first goal here every year is just to finish and let the let the results uh, 
you know, and, and where they do, but I'll be pushing harder than I ever have. And he's so full of it. He wants to win. He does want to win. <laughs> he wants and to I win. just want Lauren to finish this year. That's my, that's my goal. Cause if he finishes, he'll probably win. Um, but yeah, and you too, man, keep this up. I know yeah. this is something yeah. pretty fresh and it's cool. Well, I like, I like your vibe of this and it's just relaxed and chatted out. So and, congrats and, to you. And Lauren can back this up. This is, I do this. I'm, I started this thing for very selfish reasons. It was, it was now I'm no longer a competitor. So I, Finally, in the situation where I can ask some questions that doesn't doesn't feel like somebody's giving up information that yeah. it's just stuff I wanted to know and stuff I've been curious about. But two, just staying relevant. You know, when you step away from the putting the helmet on and it's still your peer group, it's still your friends, it's still your you're wanting to stay involved. Yeah, I mean, this is it seemed like a natural step to some of the stuff that I love so much about this community and why I've been a member of it for like 15 years. You're still driving though. You're just not racing, right? Not, not racing. Oh okay. yeah, absolutely. I've got a pre-runner in here somewhere. I okay. like, I like messing around. You, you should then with Lauren's point about stopping by and checking out the Recaros. We spent a lot of time the last two years developing that with them and we've, we've come out with the safest off-road seat ever and you should definitely check it out. Well, that said, I'm, I'm not done. I have a 12 year old son. I do have an eight year old, well, nine year old daughter now. Uh, she turned nine like a few weeks ago, but racing for them is going to be the next step in the next racing in my family. I believe I, I, I stepped away, but they're next. It's, it's in coming. Their blood. I it's, mean, it's in their blood. <laughs> it's right. It. So when you guys are in the same exact boat, I know, but you want to put them in a, the safest, best thing that you can get them in and you want to tilt the playing field in their favor. And here we are. Lauren's going to have, you know, Gen 2 kids racing and, and, and you too, right? I mean, yep, for, I mean if, they, if that's what he wants to do. Some, some kids don't have a choice, though. Yeah. <laughs> you, well, Lauren's already you, told you me stories to about, about his kids and, you know, his daughter. We were, we were at by him, and there's this little this jump. And I was like, is that, you think it's fine for us to do that? And that's my biggest thing, asking him, like, can this do that? Because I don't know those things. Like, he looks at, yeah, no problem, wide open, like, whatever. And I look at it, I'm like, really wide open? Like, I'm still like that. <laughs> But my example, though, we were going to jump off of this little uh, ledge. And he's like, yeah, my daughter took the razor the other day and did it. And I'm like, oh, my, okay, fine, then we can do it. But mm. this is what he's in for, too. So I'm, I'm oh, seeing the full premonition. Like, like, you talked about, like, the whiteboard and the plan coming at you, like, head on, full head of steam coming at you. <laughs> those, those kids and growing up. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Well, good luck this week again. Thank you guys for coming on. I appreciate it. Vaughn, nice to Thank get you. you on here. Lauren, always good to see you Thanks, again. For sure, All right. Man. We out. All right. Thank you for listening and taking a dive into the Talent Tank. Please like and subscribe on Instagram at the Talent Tank or our website, thetalenttank.com.